thanks for tuning in. If it's your first time on this channel, thanks for coming here. My name is Marcus Schott. We do informational, educational videos to teach you about all sorts of things. A lot of it is about real estate. I'm a real estate agent in New York. I've been in business for myself for over a decade, just doing real estate sales and rentals and management. My first business I started when I was in fifth grade. So I really just like love to teach people about entrepreneurship, give a little bit of my experience because I've failed so many times. I feel like, you know, if you're like a young person, you're trying to think about your first career or starting a job or you're transitioning or you're in business for yourself and you are trying to get a new perspective on things because everybody does something different. And you say, hey, why should we listen to this guy? I have sold millions of dollars of real estate. We, I sell buildings, apartments, condos. We do uh, cosmetic renovations, apartment management, uh, you know, help owners with capital improvement. And you know, even since a kid, my, my, first, my first business was shoveling walkways. Blizzard of 96, we made almost $5,000 in about a week or two for fifth graders. And then it was just like out to the gate, gates from there. Just fun things to do like selling things. In high school, I used to sell a lot of things on eBay. Um, I worked in digital media doing file compression. I've worked for myself as a freelance videographer and ph photographer. I had a business helping kids get into get recruited to college for sports. And now I'm primarily in real estate. And if you want to look me up online, my name is Marcus Schott, at Marcus Amadeus on all social media. So... To the video. This video is about earning more income. Okay, we're gonna assume that you're making some income right now, but this is gonna be kind of like a follow-up of a, we're kind of like touching on a few things that this recent book I read called "I Will Teach You to Be Rich," a very straightforward blog and book by Remit Sethi, and you know he's got a couple of good ideas in here. There's a bunch of different sections, but um, this video is gonna talk about income, focusing on more income strategies to help you earn more money and the more consistently you do these things, the earlier you do these things in your life, the easier it will be for you to get financial independence and retire early. When we, when I talk about doing business and things like this, I'm not really into driving crazy cars or having Rolexes, I have a $30 Casio, it's dope. Um, you know, I've made a lot of mistakes in business and finance over my life and I just thought it'd be fun to do a podcast, uh, YouTube to help people maybe learn from my mistakes and get some feedback from other people because maybe they got a different approach. Everyone does something different and I just love to hear from people. And one of my saving graces, and you'll know I've been in business for myself for well over a decade is um, you know being being frugal. You know, so you know you can't spend your way into getting business, even though marketing is important. But there's definitely hard and fast rules that if you stick to them, it'll make your whole life a lot easier. So this video, how to make more income and increase your earning potential. So number one, you have to have a consistent source of income. This could be a job. You can call it a day job. You can call it a the business that you're running. You need a consistent source of easy income that is not 
you know, that's not always interrupted. If you want to use like baseball terms, it's like hitting singles every week, every day, a couple hundred, a couple thousand dollars here and there. But it wants, it needs to be consistent. Okay. So for instance, most people have jobs and one of the really important factors is understanding your worth and getting as much money as you can for the job you're doing and deliver value so that you earn more money. That doesn't mean that if you're not worth it, um, you're not getting paid. But I, I'm a big believer of like you don't ne- you don't need like going into college and uh, getting a quarter million dollar liberal arts education in some sort of humanities, which is what I did, is not really necessarily a great idea. It's a lot of debt. It's uh, and it's some of the jobs on the other end are gonna. It's gonna take you a long time to to pay out those things. And I, if you're here, someone like Mike Rowe, I think that blue collar. I wouldn't say blue collar, but just like trade jobs are extremely valuable. Um, and through my experience in real estate, I've seen hundreds, probably thousands of people's personal financial statements. And so, like, I can see. Who did? Who had guidance? What they did right? What they did wrong? Who just lucked out? And who had a strategy? And uh, I didn't always have a strategy, but uh, over time it developed. So, number one is have a have a job. And once you have that job or whatever small business you have, uh, make sure you're getting as much as possible for your time and your job. Because you know, at first you really need to trade your time for money. That's if you're an entry level employee or you're an entry level worker. That's pretty common. Um, later on, you don't really want to trade your time for money. It doesn't make any sense. You can't make exponential amounts of money doing that. Um, but at first, you trade your time for money, and it's very important that you have the most amount of money for your time. Okay, so that means if you get a job, understand what everyone else is being paid. Okay, maximize as much as you can out of that first initial contract. Do your homework. Don't just say yes. If you've gotten to the point where um, that you are getting offered something, they're usually pretty invested in you already. So try a little bit more. I actually remember a very specific experience. I was at my first job where I was doing like digital media before social media, before the iPhone. And we had the same job. And this person was paid like I couldn't even believe how little they were paid considering I knew I worked with them. So I knew how much work they did. And it was just, it blew my mind. Like it was under $30,000 for lots of work. Okay. Just crazy. I did the same job and I made significantly amount more than them because basically I just busted their, busted their chops about it until they hired me. Started off as a hourly employee, went on to salary and then uh, eventually I left. Uh, and one of the biggest reasons I wanted to get into business is because I found out over time that I was being vastly underpaid and my, I was actually doing my boss's job and my job for my salary while he worked on his own uh, side business, which we can get into later, which is like, you know, not the best course of action. It didn't go, it wasn't awesome. Um, but it is something to, to think about. And uh, I had, a, there was a glitch in our there was a glitch in our processing system that cost us my yearly salary in one month. Think about that. So I'm like, oh, great. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to show my boss, yada, yada. This is what we're going to do. And basically what happened is 
I went to my boss, found this glitch error that someone else who had the job before me just didn't fix. Um, basically, we were compressing files, and um, there's a you know you, you outsource compression, 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 and we had vendors who we you know basically we had record label or digital creators to publishers, and we were like the middleman. Um, I didn't really think it through, and I just kind of went to him and showed him this. The next day, him and his boss presented it to their boss, and uh, I quickly was out of a job. I both my boss and because I basically it made them look good. They got a promotion. And a little side note is that I automated my job months before, so I, I didn't really even think about it. The, they, the, they just didn't understand what they were doing. I didn't even think about it. I just meant more time for me to go do other things. So um, I basically worked myself out of a job and was unemployed, and that's how I started my real estate business. Um, but it was a big lesson to just think about know how much you're worth and make sure you're talking to the right people. So get your job, get as much as you can, and then say you're at your job for a while. A big hurt number two is once you have this income or your hurdle, you need to upgrade. You need to upgrade as quickly as possible. You don't want to be at a job for months, years, not getting raises, not getting consistent raises, or at least getting value or maybe like uh, shares of stock or big perks that you like. Or if you want time off and you don't care about the money, then you want that, right? So you got the job, get as much as you can, do your homework. And then once you're there, document everything you can with your either your client or your employer so that three, six months, a year comes around, you're upgrading, you're earning more potential. Or for your clients, you're presenting value to them where they're going to you can close quicker, they pay you more, and uh, you deliver more value. So that's one job and earn as much as possible at that job. Um, and I think I maybe I already said it before, we'll do a different video about budgeting, but it's really important that if you're in, you can budget all you want, but you can't budget your way out of certain amounts of debt. You can't budget your way into upgrading your production capacity as a business, you have to earn more. And then you earn more and then budgeting and it becomes an exponential effect. So if you increase your earning and reduce your costs, then over keep on doing that over time, it, it really adds up. And the, and the whole goal is financial independence, okay? And um, you know, if you want Ferraris and Rolexes, that's great, but that's not what I like, so I tend not to focus on it. Um, and I, tech, I don't really trust people, I'm in the sales, I do a lot of real estate, like if you are flashing all this stuff and you're asking for giant commissions, um, then, you know, obviously if you do value and do your job, more power to you, but you know, it's just, just not me. Number two, you got your job. You need to automate your finances and make sure you have the right accounts for your money. So allocate your budget of rent, whatever, all your budgets, your housing, Costs should be under 30%. That's technically what, you know, when I talk to people about real estate and advise and try to get it under 30%. If you go over, that's fine. Just get a budget for it. You know, don't spend it on other things. If you love your house and your homebody, it's worth it. If you had a lot of other expenses, then it's not. Um, so automate your finances. Make sure that you have high interest, high interest um, savings accounts and you're allocating savings for things you need like 
rent, rent, savings, costs, and then and then number three, investing. So one, get the job or source of consistent income. Two, sorry, one, get the job, make sure you're getting paid as much as possible. Consistently increase your earning potential quickly and don't let it drag on for years. Number two, automate your finances so that once you have this job, you don't have to worry about putting your money, you're not putting your money to work yet, but just that you don't have to worry about your bills, you're not getting late fees, you're not behind on credit cards, you're not, uh, you're not, it's not sitting in a, an account that's earning no interest, okay? Um, that's number two. Number three, invest early. Just uh, this is a big mistake that I had. Um, so you just start investing as early as possible. I like to travel. I did it for a long time, but it's really important just to invest early. Put your money into things like uh, all around uh, ETFs and things like this. Uh, just a note: this is not financial advice. This is just some personal finance entertainment video. But or at least talk to a financial professional about investing your money early, or a friend or a family member. Get your credit score as good as possible. Uh, when you have good credit, it you get if you need to finance things for your business or your personal life, like a car, you get much better rates. We are in a low interest uh, economy right now in 2000, end of 2019. The better your credit score is, you can get you can get a very low mortgage rate uh, on a house or a car, and uh, that's that's very important. And then number four, which I think is really important, is that uh, you need to, you know, we were just talking about hitting singles, but you need to also be able to hit doubles and triples and home runs and be able to do it often. So you want to have the consistent income, but then you also want to have the home run potential. And this really has to do with stacking your skill set if you're self-employed. Say you have your first income, which is for me was renting apartments and painting and doing maintenance. Then you want to sell apartments. Then you want to like do design consultation. Then you want to do stacking, stacking your services that you can offer people and make sure that it's worth it to them. Like they don't, you don't want to have something that's not worth it to them. If they, if you're not bringing value, then, then you're, then you're useless. Um, and then if you're earning, uh, a, income, you got to go to a nine to five day job. Think about stuff you can do on the side. Maybe you have a job, you have a skill set that you can consult, do different sorts of consulting. Uh, oops, sorry. Um, or you can have a skill set like you can paint on the weekends or invest in real estate income properties. So you need to have something that, two, like two things, you buy an asset that turns off money for you. Like for instance, if you have certain stocks, you can get dividends. So you get money over time and then you reinvent those dividends get reinvested. So you have money that's working while you're working, um, or buy assets that appreciate and then sell. And, um, also, you know, and I think also, which is, I think it's the a fun part. It's kind of stressful, but with the internet and the review economy, it's about, um, in the review economy, it's really easy to, with the internet, to leverage a skill set, become an expert in something, and sell it. 
Okay, so for instance, let's just take something simple. Like I had a snow as a kid. I had a, if the internet was around, it'd be different. We went out, we made flyers, we advertised. They we knew a storm was coming, and we'd shovel their walkway. Note to self: Don't tell your rich friends who have snow blowers how much money you're making. But anyways, you need to have a marketing, good marketing, which is really cheap and easy to do. If you have Zillow, or sorry, Zillow's for real estate, but Yelp. Google Maps, things like this. It's like pretty much free to open up a business. And if you have a good, if you know what you're doing and you deliver value and have a good reputation, five stars, four stars, that people will just find you. And over time, the more of a footprint you put online, the more income you can earn. For instance, YouTube. If you want to do makeup tutorials or sort of things on YouTube, you can monetize a YouTube channel after a thousand uh, subscribers. You can monetize a podcast. Um, you know, you, you want to pick a niche, but just it's it, with the internet, you can make a digital asset that earns money through ad revenue. You can have a skill that you can market online for very cheap. You can learn something very easily that people might need. Say you're painting, painting. Uh, if you're a good painter, you can do it quick and you're great. You can make a lot of money doing painting on the side. Um, what else would I, uh, would I say? Um, Painting, selling your time, um, and if it, uh, through through your through your reputation. So, it, some things you might need. You know, if the, the higher the barrier to entry, probably the more money you'll make. But there's lots of things you can do uh, to make money with a low barrier to entry. Real estate license. You know, it's five hundred bucks in like a month of your time. Um, that's different from being successful at something, but you can do lots of things like painting, babysitting, just like extra income. So then once you know, once you have your job, you have your finances automated, all this be kind, of, kind of becomes bread on the side. And uh, that home run, that can end up being home run potential over time. Maybe you have designs, maybe you have work for a design company and you have design skills. Um, and uh, in another part of like the home run hit is that if you are in a job and you rely on those bonuses, you want to document it over time to make sure that you earn the money you you can. Because you know, let's let's be let's be honest. At the end of the day, if you work for an employer, it's their business. They're in the business of paying you as little as possible for the most amount of value. Some people ha are are nice and great about it. Some people are not. And to be honest, I think that. You can't really blame them. Um, and the earlier you start with it, it just exp exponential over time. I really didn't understand a lot of this until I was in my late 20s, early 30s. If you understand this as a teenager, um, I was always really good at finding out business, how to get business, um, creating businesses. But like the consistency and automation and uh, was an issue for me and the managing of the finances so you don't have to deal with it so that you can focus on what makes you money, right? If you're a performer, uh, you know, uh, personal trainer, things like that. So those are my tips that I think are the, the big wins you need to make to make more money. Have a consistent income. Make sure you make as much money as possible at that job and consistently upgrade your earning potential at that job or business, upgrade your clients, upgrade your position, or just make more money. Automate your finances so that your consistent income is covering all your expenses plus savings. Number three, 
invest early. Number four, make sure that you have and time in the market is more important than timing the market. So starting early versus picking the best stock or Apple stock 10 years ago is better than uh, timing the market. So uh, have your good have as good credit as possible. And uh, and oh, and lastly, hit the be able to hit the home run. Start building something where you can b b build money on the side, or buy assets that earn you money while you're not working. Very important. And lastly, this is kind of more in a budgeting, but it does kind of it is the big big win. Um, negotiating your housing costs, knowing what it costs, and that is your biggest expense in your life. So please, that is a number that that kind of I feel like that feed that's kind of part of income. I like to include it in everything. Obviously, I'm a real estate broker, so that works as well. So I hope you found that educational and informative. If you like this video, press like, subscribe. Tell me about some of the tips and things that you might think are helpful to you that I maybe missed. I have a podcast called Ask Amadeus on all podcast forms. And then find me on all social medias at Marcus Amadeus. If you want to buy or sell a, a house or a building in New York or nationwide, we have a team of professionals all over the country in the tri-state area that can help you out. So have fun. See you next time. Bye.